0: coach of Living to Vita Loca. Um, I'm coming to you fresh off the round 11 games. Um, I'm hoping to get a guest on the show tonight. My first ever guest in Kev. Uh, he is a good friend of mine who I play a lot of cash leagues with. and He's actually a pretty bloody good super coach to be quite honest. I'm going to cover the things that I want to talk about. Tonight I'm going to just cover the simple rockers, floppers. Um, in strategy, I want to talk about actual, you know, reasonable numbers for 13 because there's some real Muppets in there that we're going to be carrying and counting as a number for around 13. I'm going to name who I think are the uh, origin um, teams for this year. Uh, we've had some, you know, judiciary charges and some injuries and all sorts really that have sort of made the Uh, Origin, you know, sort of teams look a little bit different, I guess. And and it's going to probably mess up some teams, I I reckon. I think it's going to mess up. I know personally it's going to affect my team. Um, How am I going for the week? Uh, I'm on 13, 14. Uh, Look, I mean, I'm, I'm 50 to 100 under. I think 50 minimum under you know, I'm winning none out of my 10 leagues, you know, I'm fucking way under 100, 100, at least, unders for the week, um, what were the tragedies for me for the week, um, Sam Walker 13, I think a lot of people have him, obviously we've got some updates to come, but I got Olam for an 18, which is a real kick in the balls, and you know, I deserve everything I got there, he stunk it up, um, uh, and you know, I mean, you know, I've got a, I've got a today. I, I made a late change and, and played Liam Martin once I heard he was starting in the front row instead of Schuster, who goes out and bang out a 59. Uh, you know, so I, you know, I, I haven't had a great round, you know, nothing came off for me. So, anyway, what were my trades for the week? I brought in Campbell-Gillard for takiaho so I've got a 38 from fucking Regan Campbell-RCG, you piece of shit. I'm so angry about it. What a fucking sucky score. And they parried up getting done by Manly. Today, they had a good game, and, uh, you know, RCG was, you know, thanks, for, you're a rough outside chance for Origin, but you're not a chance for Origin anymore, buddy. You stunk it up. And welcome to Stink Stinkville, you stinky piece of shit. You fucking suck. Thirty-eight. So I'm up against uh Costa from the searching for Corey Parker uh podcast in the Turbo's Hammies Cup. Now, Costa is dead set in the top one hundred or something on the on the ladder for Supercoach and he's proven his credentials in a in a head to head this week against me pre updates he's on fourteen sixty-four. He's got himself a hundred and fifty-point lead. I'm not even going to argue or complain or be a big sook about it. He's a supreme player. He had the captain on Tedesco, and I had the captain on Hines. It looks like I'm going to win on the captain's game, but he he, he joined me with the the bad score from uh, Sam Walker and nothing else really. His next lowest score was a thirty-six from Luai. and then he goes right up to a sixty-one. From Haas. That's his... Oh, I you know. you yeah, got some Barnets. And there was some mutual players. But, you know, he's a great player. And 1464 should have... He should see some real nice green arrows. I tip my hat to Costa. You didn't need Corey Parker, mate. No, don't keep searching for Corey Parker. You don't need him. You got... You got bloody great players in your team. I, I knew I was on a hiding to nowhere as soon as I saw his team. Very strong team. Well done to Costa um he's going to jag the win in the in the turbos hammies cup he deserves it he uh you know i mean if if i get some good updates i might go up to 1350 i think but he do, deserves his win he, he's a great player and i'm so glad to see him you know get a win which is well deserved in the turbos hammies cup if you don't know about the turbos hammies cup look for us on facebook under that name turbos hammies cup great co- competition with uh, all of the podcasters out there uh, your yours truly is is the creator of that comp along with Kando from uh the the BG on game day you might know him from he he comes on as a guest spotter on there and Kando and I have brought together some of the greatest podcasters in the in the land you know we've got the playbook we've got the uh the super coach experience we've got NRL 360 guys we've got the searching for Corey Parker we've got uh you know the the playbook i don't know if we mentioned in there we've got uh the cowboy from the points per minutes we've got the super coach champions in there there's just some really great um podcasters out there some of the ones uh, that are on those podcasts now have been previous winners uh it's a lot of banter a lot of fun and get on there and have a look if you can so costa from Uh, The searching for Corey Parker's having a great year, and he's dead set, giving me an absolute bloody lesson this week. Well done, mate. Um, A good winner. I mean, 13-14, out of my 10 leagues. I'm going to win no leagues. I don't know if I've ever done that before. You know, it's just weird. But I'm going to win no leagues. I'm probably going to be 100 points down, I think. Um, But I'm going to win none of them. It looks like you know, it looks like maybe 1350, 1380. It's going to be 1380s. A lot of them are close, so I don't know what my droppage is going to be. 1380 looks like par, you know, to me this week. Uh, you know, so we'll just have to wait and see how it sort of works out for me. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was happy with the people that I, I trotted out onto the park this week. And then you just have those weeks in in Supercoach. And I'm going to go probably have some Red Arrows I was up into 3,000. My trades this week. Well, who did I bring in? I brought in RCG for Takayaho. Kind of like getting ready for um, around 13. Um, and what else did I buddy do? I don't even know. I don't even know in there what I did. I did I do one trade? No, I brought in Nico Heinz. I sold... Ah, oh, Curran. I, I used Jules and I sold Curran to Hines. And Hines, I brought him in straight away and captained him. Looks like he's going to... I think he's going to update. I think he's going to update to maybe 140. So he should he should be a good captain choice. There's been some pretty good scores in the final games, you know, for potential captains in your Clearies and your Turbos. I think that Hines will be in a respectable captain. I did put the VC on Sam Walker, who had an absolute bloody stinker um so you know like i mean i did i did pull the right strings really this week um rcg looks like he stunk it up really i mean he was always one that was 100 percent sure of but you know Aho didn't float my boat anymore uh been on the bench in minutes so in rcg and you know anyway you just have to lie you have to live with those ones you know so, anyway, I'm going to try to now bring in my guest and cover the topics for the week the floppers, the rockers, um, you know, a little bit of talk on the origin and the numbers and who we think we're going to lose, you know, as supercoach people from our, th- our 17s. And it's going to be Kev, my great friend and, you know, often nemesis in a lot of catchies, And hopefully, when you hear next, you'll hear from him. All right. All right, so you're back and you're with Adrianasaurus. I've got a good friend of mine. His name is Kevin Kevy. And, Kev, you know, I play against you in a whole bunch of some fabulous cash leagues that you're involved in. I've become actually really good friends with you over the years just because of Supercoach, actually, and um, some comps we played in. So welcome to... You're my first guest, Kev. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. And it's... uh. Like you said, it's been great uh, challenges over the last couple of years, and they are some good cash comps that we're in.
0: Yeah, some real good cash comps. Just tell me how it made you feel last year when I eliminated you from two of our cash comps, and I had a really shit team. I ran out of trades about three rounds out from finals, and I still deli- I still eliminated you from two comps, and you were pretty. You were pretty miffed about it. Yeah, I
1: was very salty. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Low <laughs> Max saved uh, his worst game of the year for the most crucial time for me.
0: Yeah, I know, and um, I mean, I wasn't even expecting I was going to win those. I mean, I kind of get to the finals, and I sort of, I'm always, I've always been a Max trader, and I run out of trades, and sometimes I, I still just have a good team, and I can win some cashies. But you uh, what did you finish on last year? You had a good year.
1: Yeah, I had a very good year. Uh, I, I ended up finishing uh, 69th. Oh um, yeah. I I think I would have given the uh, top place a real crack if it wasn't for those two weeks where uh, Ponga went for, uh, I think it was 19 and uh, 28 as captain.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I think I finished 4,000. So those were a couple of decent upsets in the the finals of the cashies. But they're good cashies that we're in. And, I mean, I kind of play cashies and head-to-head more than I play overall, really. I play overall for a little while of the year. And then when I'm... I mean, where I am now, I'm in 3,000th, and I'm winning none out of my 10 leagues this week, you know? Like, I pick a point where I'm just sort of, like, concentrate only on head-to-heads, and I just... Because, you know, there's good money to be had in some of the cashies that we're in. Like, I mean, i got a few thousand... I won a few thousand last year, you know, in, in the cashies. Yeah,
1: yeah, the, the cashies we run, they're, they're pretty good. There's a, there's a lot of money up to grabs there. Like, there, there's, um, there's points for overall, there's uh, points for minor premiership, winning the comp, uh, runners-up. And uh, you've also got the uh, the bottom mate. You know the winner of the bottom mate. We give him a bit of a chance to get the money back.
0: Yeah, it just makes the comp uh, it makes a super coach a little bit more fun, I guess, because you know, like even if you don't take out the big money, you get some fun, you know, in it. And even if you haven't had a super year, you might have just jagged some lucky wins. Like I play in the big Turbo's Hammies Cup, which is, you know, a big celebrity league on a lot of the podcasters and the bloke I lose I'm losing this week to him, he got a big fourteen sixty four Costa he, he's from um the searching for corey parker league and he's like in the top 100 but he was on the bottom of our ladder you know and that happens sometimes in the head-to-heads you know you get fucking bottom of the ladder even if you might be the highest on the ladder in in actual super coach and that's what makes head to head a little bit fun
1: well like you said they, they are really are tough leagues. like i'm in the similar boat to you this week i'll be like win one out of nine leagues uh, last week I scored a 1360 and won one out of nine leagues, and it just shows how tough our leagues are.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, this week oh, I got a 1314, I mean, it's none out of 10 for me. How's your score looking for the week? Uh,
1: this week I am sitting on a 1265.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's unders, but what do we reckon this week? I think about 1400 might be, 1380 to 1400 might be par.
1: Yeah, it really pretty much comes down to your captain choice. Like, in past years, if you're captaining a bloke that's going 90-100, it's a good good result. These days, uh, if you've got a captain that's hitting 100, it's just not good enough.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I captained Hines this week, and I was always sort of going to... I was floating between... I was like, I, I really think Sam Walker had a good matchup, and I, I was flicking between him... But obviously you lose um, Cleary if you if you bring him on and VC or C. him. Um, but I sort of just went... I just took a punt on Sam Walker and that meant I had to leave Cleary out. But he was my C if, if he was on field. Um, I went for Hines. I think he'll update, actually. He's on 115. I really think he's owed some points. So maybe you will go up to 140. I think I'll finish maybe 1350, which I'm not... Too upset with. I think I might see some red arrows, but hopefully it's no more than a few hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, Hines was a definite option for myself as well. Um, I think my biggest mistake this week was I I, um, I liked the fixture list of Tamalolo against the Knights, who, mm. who legal points up the middle. So I, I changed my strategy by going the vice on Lolo when I was putting the vice on Teddy. If I had left my original decision, it probably would have forced me to go um, Hines, and in a worst-case scenario, maybe just... Uh, Play safe with Cleary. I, I just don't think. Doesn't matter who Cleary plays. He really is a captain choice every week, and, and the guy gets a hundred points for fun without even trying. Oh
0: well, no, every week. I mean, but also like you've got you know you've got Hines who might update to one forty, but. Then you've got Cleary goes out and bangs out a 170. I think he might go down-date a bit, a little bit. But you've got um, Turbo who goes out and bangs out a 150 against competition heavyweights. I mean, yeah, like you said, 100's not fucking enough anymore. You can go and and just bash out a 150 at will, some of these players. It
1: it just really isn't. And, and, you know, it's just not good enough. Like, even if I went to a Heinz, it probably wasn't even good enough for me because a lot of guys took the gamble and uh, I thought it was a pretty ballsy decision making Captain Cleary against Souths who I didn't expect that effort today at all.
0: No, nah, they suck balls, mate. They fucking suck. I mean, okay. th- yeah, I mean, look, you know, I, I actually reckon that Manly's a tilt at going to the top four and I, you know, I think maybe them and Souths are at the same sort of level, which on their day, they can challenge the top teams, but they'll be the ones sort of, you know, fighting it out in the for fourth and fifth uh, on the ladder
1: yeah uh, I I do believe the turnaround for Manley is quite big I didn't believe the turnaround for manly was as good as it was going and I, I I really wanted to see what they did today against Parramatta against a a dominant pack because I do think Manly's weakness is their pack but they really stood up today and they yeah,
0: uh, at Bank West too so they fucking rolled them it's good good win yeah. It was a very good win. All right, well, I'm going to cover my talking points, and I just want to spit some stuff at you, and you can tell me what you think about it. I just jot these down, you know, as the round's going by, what I think of what I've saw. And, look, I mean, if you ever listen to my podcast, you'll hear who my least favorite coach is, who I think is an absolute fucking bum. And I can tell
1: who it is. It's fucking Adam O'Brien.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right, mate. So here's what I've written down. Adam O'Brien is the worst coach in the NRL... I'm going to say the issues that I think that he's got uh, attack. I think his defense is terrible. I think that his tactics are terrible. I think his bench is terrible. I'm going to talk about players like David Klemmer, who was a representative forward playing 40 minutes. Barnett, who uh, will cover what I think about Barnett and Watson, but Barnett played 42, three of which were the last three minutes of the game where yeah. the game was already gone. So you might as well say it was 39. Watson played 41 you got Fitzgibbon playing 63, Jacob Safidi, which is the lesser Safidi brother, playing 42, uh, and you've got Dan Safidi up around 56. Now, my issues there, are they are just totally bench problems. I, I reckon, here's where I, where I think. I think that um, players like uh, Blake Green, they are an absolute has-been. He doesn't work in today's game. I think that Crossland is not an uh, uh, an imaginative or great ball playing half. He'll get there, I think, because he's young. Man at fullback was an absolute fucking dumb, stupid fucking move, and they had no attack. So I don't understand who would you say the best attacking players in the Knights when there's no Ponga there, like ball play and punchy run. You know who who do you reckon they are?
1: I just kind of understand the concept. Even with Ponger out and then him dropping Tex Hoy at the last minute, uh, how he doesn't think to himself, why can't I put Watson in the halves? He's a utility player. in mm. like their most dangerous player when he gets the ball. He looks like he's going to punch through that line every time with his footwork. with The, the strength that he has to beat a tackle is deceiving. He's got the offload when he's in a couple of tackles. I, I just can't see how... All right, yeah, you got Locke and Fitzgibbon back. Mm. Put that at lock. You're going to get 60 minutes out of Barnett. 40 minutes is not enough. Barnett, two weeks ago, was their best player on the park. He was motivated. He lifted the team. He got the team back in the game. He was just terrorizing everyone, and then he takes him off.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, he's got a bit of ball play in him too. You know who I reckon I reckon that um, O'Brien needs to play Barnett like? is how the Warriors play uh, Tohu. He plays most of his minutes at lock, and he might move up into the second row. You've got to have him on the field. They've got a bit of ball play in them. They've got a great. He cuts people down in defence. And I mean, I just don't. I don't understand how you think you're going to win games when you're relying on Crossland and Green with and Man at fullback. You know, and you've got Barnett and Watson, who are those are your two stars. If 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 you've got them in your team, they're your stars. They've got a bit of ball play in them. And and Watson at 5'8". I mean, I don't know how long Green's going to last. But, I mean, I can't understand it. And I just think he's the worst coach in the bloody comp. I, I mean, they've won, They've lost seven out of their last nine. And they're on a hiding to nowhere. And I, oh, that was one of my big points just because, from a super coach point of view, we're not getting... You know, it's hard to hold Watson and Barnett for round 13 because they're just getting stinky scores. But... I mean, how is, you got? who was kicking goals, mate? Like, Barnett's not even getting a chance at goal.
1: And, like, five weeks ago, there was talk that he's got the duties for good even over Ponga when he gets back because he was hitting it from the sidelines. He has one bad day, yeah, and he's not and again. And, and I, it's just mind-boggling. I just kind of understand how he, he just keeps persisting with sharing minutes between his two best players. If I was to pick the three best players for Newcastle all year... It'd be Brayley Watson and uh, Barnett, and he's just playing them wrong. And it's you, you look at the way the games pan out; all those points are getting conceded when Barnett's off the field, and he's plugging up the middle of that area.
0: Yep, and he's like he's like your little lunatic in your pack too, that goes up and puts a hit on, and he he like lifts your team. So I mean, I don't get it. I don't like it. I just think it's fucking weird. Uh, I don't I don't know how long he's. I think um, coaches under pressure. I reckon he's under some pressure. They're doing a review out there and i don't know i don't know i just don't rate the knights i just think that they look i mean i'm a Raiders supporter and so it's not great you know it's not great news for me you know i could put ricky in there too uh, on strategy you know but um i reckon they're shit, the knights i reckon o'brien's a fucking idiot personally um number two um is the look we've had the crackdown on the head highs in the game I know as Dragons, you. I should have mentioned that, you're a Mad Keen Dragons supporter. Um, I'm going to say that what I noticed on the TV this week was a bit of feigning of injury, and as a result, we're getting a lot of stoppages in the game and they're checking a lot of players just grabbing themselves like they got hit in the head. Now, what do well, you feel, like as a fan, about that?
1: Well, 100% right. I don't think Paul Vaughan sits down if it wasn't for Chamber staying down. And what I can't understand with that, the NRL brought out a rule this year that any player that stays on the ground with an injury and the game has to be stopped, they have to go off for a mandatory period.
0: Mm. And
1: Chambers continued on. And it just shows you the... Like, uh, look, the crackdown's not the best thing. I understand what they're doing with the crackdown. But I think what everyone just wants to see is some consistency. Mm. Chambers yeah. stays down. Vaughan goes off for 10. Corey yep. Norman last week against the Storm. And, and I'll talk about the Dragons because I, I watched a yeah. lot Corey Norman gets hit by one of the worst head-high shots that I've seen of the week.
0: Felice! Yeah.
1: He gets up and plays the ball because they're in an attacking position, and guess what happens? Nothing gets mentioned. Nothing gets reviewed. And it's just the consistency. Like, even today's game was disgusting. Waka Blake made a tackle. I believe it was on Parker. Play on. Penalty. Five minutes later, makes the exact same tackle. He's sitting on the pine.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I watched the Raiders. I've been a Raiders fan. And Nelson Asafa Solomon, who's a fucking absolute beast of an animal of a thing, he rolled us completely in the game. We got absolutely flogged. But he took a feign in the... And everyone was you know, screaming out, you, you fucking faker bullshit. You know, like he he was feigning an injury which was a dodge call and but that's the way it, it's going to happen is that if they're if the nrl clamping down on head highs or anything high everyone's just going to be saying everything was high and i reckon some of the penalties are not even bloody high at all there was one that i in the in the two games that was it was chest and it's oh, going to happen
1: some, some of the decisions are just you know like and you're right about the feigning like if you if you if you want to compare similar hits uh, Cody Ramsey this week uh, got taken out of the game yeah. um, he got up quickly because there was about 30 seconds left in the game to try and get a try because he gets up quick he doesn't stay down
0: nothing yeah, nothing happens
1: like, Yeah, I, I think Forrest a send off uh, Papenhausen stays on the ground for 10 minutes it was a send off if, if Papenhausen gets back up and plays on I think you find Fiamoto probably gets 10 in the bin yep
0: yeah. and that's the thing it's got to be consistent and and so, you get no reward if you're a player who doesn't want to feign and you just get up and play the ball and you're limping and you're fucked up, you know. But if you just stay down like Nelson or Sophie Salamone, who's like seven foot tall and absolutely skittling blokes but pretends that they're fucking injured, Sivo's a, a classic for faking Taurus. injuries. Yeah. Taurus. Yeah.
1: And what, what I think would really actually help the game with this, um, these uh, HIAs and, and the Sinbins. So, perfect example, it's a 15 minute HIA check. So, Cody, Cody Ramsey, for example, got taken out of the whole game due to a, a swing and arm HIA. Uh, once his HIA has been completed 15 minutes, if he doesn't come back, why doesn't Haradi sit out the game? He's taken out a player. You tell me Ramsey with 40 minutes to play in that game doesn't make the difference.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and the thing is, is that, I mean, Papali, those are very blatantly obvious, so they just send him straight off, you know, but if the effect, you can see what it does to players, why, I mean, they did that one during the break when it was the uh, the knees in the back, you know, like, they're just confused, and I think players are confused, I think officials are, are, are confused, it's not consistent, and look, you look at how many send-offs were there today in the two games that were today, which were the premium... Top of the ladder teams, was it as bad? No, no. So if oh. you're if you're the if you're the bloody celebrity teams, it's not happening to you, is it? You know, I, I mean, and there's enough incidents that when they looked at it in the other games, you know, they call them. So anyway, I just think it's a bit odd. I think it's a bit dodge. I don't like it. I think the feigning is going to be, it's going to grow now because coaches are oh. going to just say, just fucking stay down. Definitely, definitely. Look,
1: you, you you got carbon copy tackles that are exactly alike and you're getting different results. And I think what's changing a lot of the results is the perception of how hurt the player is. Mm.
0: All right, well, my next issue... Well, not issue, my big talking point is going to be Origin. I've named my Origin teams. I want to go and run through names for New South Wales and Queensland with you. I want to tell you what I think. Now, we've had some things that have happened. We look like... Um, Angus is going to be minimum two weeks. So he he can go fight it at the judiciary, and it doesn't become more than two weeks if well, he fights it. Yeah, so two weeks, even if he fights it, or minimum two weeks if he loses. So he might as well go fight it, but well, that scrubs him I, out.
1: He, what did he actually do? They were just talking about it now on the Matty John show, and, and the general consensus amongst the guys was
0: uh, he, he ain't getting two weeks for that. I don't know him. what he did. I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, look, so he he can go, he's going to go fight it, but I mean, as it stands, if he gets 2 weeks, he's out of origin. So when I put my origin teams, it you know, a I got I got to chuck him out. You know, yeah, like It was
1: a lot for me in origin. He he had one of those back row spots on up.
0: Well, he definitely does. But can you count him now? I mean, I'm going to I'm going to name my teams and he's in the team. I've got some I've got some asteriskes there of people who will come in if if anything happens um, Radley I think he was actually actually a dead set lock for, to come into origin this year he he's no chance because he's gonna be five weeks and, and no matter what happens at the judiciary he's he's out
1: yeah I, I don't look you know he got off I couldn't believe it a few weeks ago he was uh, facing three weeks and he got off completely spot free I think he spent six weeks this time.
0: Yeah, he's gonna get some time. All right, so here we go, New South Wales. Um my fullback for New South Wales is Teddy. That's that's a pretty easy one. No, I mean I think Turbo is having a great year, but it's gonna be Teddy at fullback. I think he'll yeah. be the captain. You agree? Yeah,
1: hundred percent.
0: Number two, I'm gonna say is the Fox. He's done nothing to he, he, on the big stage that has ever said that he's gonna lose his spot on the wing. I think the Fox is the winger. Lock. In the centres, I'm going to say Luttrell takes the the centres spot. Um, Latrell had a great year before he was rubbed out. I think he did enough today, and I think he'll. I know they got they got pumped, you know, but I think he is done enough to get a spot. I think his Origin days are back on. I think he's going to be in the centres. Yeah, I,
1: I, I'm happy with that selection. Um, I think last year's biggest issue is we played a couple of guys out of position in centre and. and Yes, they're great attacking players, but it was the defensive reads as a centre yeah. that they were getting on. Yeah, so, good point. Natural centre, so I think he's got that position sorted up. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, he's played centre before, um, and he's played it really well. He played most of his career sort of there. I would have, th- I, I would absolutely change it and say that Lomax. I think he was a, I think Lomax was a great shout for Origin this year, personally.
1: Uh, yeah, I actually thought he was in that team, and, and, I, and I think he was in that team off the back of his defensive efforts and the one-percenters, and, and we all know that Freddie does like Lomax a lot, Yeah, uh, I, I think he was actually, I, I think they would have gone down the path of Lomax next to Tommy on the wing, and it would have been unlucky for, you know, Brian Tall and Daniel Tupu, because uh, I, I, I couldn't be unhappy if either of them made the team.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, I think even a Smokey could have been Jack Bird on form, personally, but... I mean, I've got him down in my asterisks. But anyway, um, the four will be Turbo. He's going to be played in the centers. He's having a great year. He's almost arguably the best player in the game this year. I think that he will take the center spot. I think even on the origin stage, he proved that he can play center. And that's what he has over Turbo. I mean, over... um, Teddy, is that he can play in the centres and do it actually pretty bloody well,
1: if you've been on, Yeah, he's played centre for Australia and New South Wales. And uh, Defensively, he's a big body. Um, He started out on the wing in his career, so you can get those defensive reads right. And to be honest, he would have been in the centres last year if it wasn't for injury, and uh, I don't think there would have been an issue last year.
0: Yep. Um, I've got my five being Tupu. Um, I've gone Tupu ahead of To'o, and the main reason I think is just because he's going to be up some uh, up against some tall wingers um, for Queensland, and and I just think maybe Toro oh, is a year away. Maybe I think Tupu's having a great year personally in a team that's been decimated. He's done the job for them in, in you know in in uh, the New South Wales team before, and he's a target in the air. He's great with his run back meters, and he's the. He's an underrated footballer. I really just think he is. I think he's got to be the the winger.
1: Uh, I can't fault that selection, and I I think what's really helped Tupu in in the back end of his career, he's fixed up his handling errors. He used to be good for four or five errors a game, and he's cleaned up. So, the target man, the height. I have him shading tall because Torho's run meters in origin would be absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I just think you're not going to lose a lot of run metres from a guy like Tupo. and I do believe that he's quite so and probably in that spot. But I wouldn't be upset either way if Torva got that
0: last. Absolutely, spot. and I, I think if they pick Tor, no one's going to sit there and say no good. I just think after a a, a serious loss, they're going to just go with. I mean, you can go to the bank on Tupu in Origin, I think, and you know you could pick toto and in Origin he could just get leapt over five times by Coates, and you could just be like, what have we done? You know, mm-hmm. you might get those run-back meters. So I think maybe if they were on a series win, they might have gone and taken a roughie on of. But maybe because, you know, it's a, a series loss, they might go too Anyway, um, the six, which is a really contentious spot. I reckon I, I reckon that after today's game, Cody Walker has just thrown himself way out of the um, running. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, he, he's... Definitely put himself way out of the running. I don't think he was in the running before today's game. He really needed a big game today to to put himself in the reckoning. And, yeah, he, you can put a line for him. I don't think he gets there. I don't even think he's even in contention for the uh, utility spot either.
0: Me, me neither. I think he's got to go six or nothing. Um, and a lot of the things that have actually happened with injuries and suspensions, I think it changes, you know, the layout of, of Wells. So, look, I've gone Cody slash Luai. I haven't put Whiten in there. The Raiders are having a terrible year, and I think that the way that things have had, I've I've actually put Whiten elsewhere in my team, which is in the fourteen. But I I reckon, I reckon it's keyed up for a, a, a Cleary Luwai six this year. Well, I mean, what do you think of that?
1: I reckon we just need to uh, throw him in there, take the gamble. You have got the halves combination, and and the key to Luwai and Cleary. It's it's not just the halves combination, because uh, uh, I've got Yao as my lock there, and I just think that club combination there, your ball playing lock, they play on the same page, you're going into camp, there's less match preparation, because you're playing week in, week out, and and I just think Luai has to be there.
0: You know, and I saw someone actually on the socials say, oh, it doesn't matter, because uh, Luai and Cleary are not going to play the same sides in origin, so it doesn't even fucking matter if they're in the same club team. Well, that's dumb. I'll tell you why it's dumb. Because Luai knows his place and he plays club footy with Cleary and they both have calling. They both call correctly. They call for the ball. Sometimes Luai overcalls Cleary and the team in they know when to give it to Luai. They just have the right tone. So they play well together because Luai knows when it's Cleary's ball. Cleary knows when it's Luai's ball. They both call. Even if they're on opposite sides of the field, they have they both respect each other and how they both play and whose ball it is? You know, I think that'd work great in Origin, personally. And
1: yet yeah, you can't even fault the times that he does overcall Cleary because they've gotten it right nine times out of ten. Yeah, they've gone over, and and if you look at it, when they do get on the same guy, same side together, if they haven't scored that play, it opens up on the next play and they get it on the other
0: side. And I mean, personally, I mean, White Walker. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm a sick fuck i'm a sicko i love walker i really love him when he's on i just when he's off i want to bash the fuck i want to bash him so i just think luai he's got the same sort of entertainment value for me he's a good defender as well he doesn't miss his tackles i think he'd, he'd be fine on the origin um you know in the arena personally
1: yeah i, I like law selection and if they decide not to go with Luai. i I'd be having with Whiten. Yeah,
0: I mean, I know Freddie loves Whiten, and, but Whiten's never played 6-4 New South Wales. Maybe this year there was a luxury. I think, if 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 anything, it'll be Whiten more than it'll be Walker. I think they might oh, just go Whiten. Definitely. Um, all right, so also, it could be Whiten or Luai, in my opinion. But, um, the number eight, I think, is Paulo. I, I, I'm going to say Paulo just because he has had a good year in actual nrl i mean we're super coaches but i think he has a, had a good year he's punchy he's got a, he's an he's, he's an offloader and he's got you know he's he's intimidating in the line for for tackles and and he did it in origin last year and i think that he's done nothing to lose his position
1: uh, yeah i don't mind the paulo selection i, I personally uh, would like uh, paulo on the bench I think him coming on 20 minutes into the game with his footwork, his ball-playing ability uh, at the line, I, I'd like Daniel Safedia up there up front yep. for the early yep. the early runs, the early hard hard work. Yeah, I, I want Paulo coming off as an impact player. I don't want him gassed because in origin, if you've got a player like that and you've got the blokes behind him running off him, the teddies, the tommies, happen if he gets the utility spot or following in behind, I just think it's gonna cause a lot of havoc to that Queensland
0: team. Yeah, can't argue with you there. I've got Dan Safini in on the bench, but I would be more than happy if it was switching around. And I think actually Dan Safini is almost the best front rower in the game. So I, I'd be happy if he took the spot. Um, in the nine I've got Cook. Um, you know some people some of the loot, I... you know, some of the lunatics out there have said Cook no But... <laughs> Sorry, who are you going to pick? You know, is it going to be Appy? I don't think nah. he's done enough. Cook's done nothing to lose his spot in Origin. He's a leader and he's done well in the Origin arena and you've got to pick him. So I don't think there's much argument over that. He will be the nine. He will be the nine and there's not much competition there for it. Um, num- Number 10 for me is Haas. I think that the bloke, if you've got a front rower who can do what he does and he plays, he can play 70 to 80 minutes easy. You know, imagine if they get hit to injuries in Origin, Haska could play the whole game. I've never seen a fit of front rower in my time, and when I, you watch the Broncos, he he makes twenty meter runs every every run. I think he's purpose built for Origin, and I'd love to see him at ten.
1: Oh, he's a lock for me, and, and the thing that I really like about him is you see his blood chasing down wingers, centers in the center position of defence. He just doesn't give up. He doesn't know how to give up, and he doesn't take a backward step. He's my lock in the ten.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is that in in the previous years where they've overused him, he has got a bit tired and made some lapses in judgment in defense. But I don't think that that's a problem in Origin. There's enough people there that can come on and play on the field. And I think, you know, a 60-minute half in Origin is going to be, you know, formidable. Yeah. Um in 11, I've got Angus. I've got a I've got a gu- have uh, got an asterisk next to him He can go, go go and fight that this week. He's on for a two-week um, Suspension if it's unsuccessful Um, but if he goes and fights it, um, you know, he plays but if he doesn't it's gonna be two weeks So he's gonna be out of origin
1: Yeah, I think he fights it I think he gets off but you just don't know with these match committees and the judiciary hearings. It's just so inconsistent but well, he's my eleven, and if he does get ruled out, I don't, I don't know, I don't if they bring in.
0: Well, I mean, here's where I've got my asterisk, and you know, I've got, I've got Frazel in twelve, and I know they have preferred numbers, but it's going to be Matto. Matto's going to come in, which is probably going to be a little bit of carnage for a lot of people out there in
1: Supercoach because they've all pounced on Maddo. The I know last of The great know. price and the the round thirteen fixture, so. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about that one.
0: But, yeah, um, I think he's gonna. I think surely, if you're looking for edge back rowers in the game, let me rattle off some names to you. Because Victor is is out. You got Matto. Peachy will be back in time, but I think he's a lock option. Yo could probably play second row. Liam Martin has been floated as as an option. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I keep hearing his name popping up. Um, yeah. What? I, I
0: but I, I just think, look, you know, Matto is origin level. He's, he's origin standard. Freddie actually made a comment and said he doesn't care about his HIAs. Those are just the luck of the draw. And Matto is, even in today's game where they got spanked, he, he looked pretty good uh, on the field to me. I just think if you can't have Angus, you might as well just go Maddow. You get the ball play. You get the punchy running. You get the good defender. You get everything. matto has gone. If, if, if Angus fights the charge and wins... He's in. And I think Maddo might miss out. But if... He doesn't get a
1: bit of what if Angus is in the team.
0: Yeah, and I think if Angus misses, Maddo's in.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Uh, In the 12, I've got Frizzell. I know the Knights are not going very well, but I think he's been outside of, you know, I know I've had my complaints about O'Brien and, um, you know, the way that he uses the players, but I think Frizzell's having a great year. I think he's a great player. He always you know, has been.
1: You know what you're going to get out of Brazil week in, week out. And some of the performances he's delivered in Origin, yeah, he's a lot.
0: Yeah, and I don't think he's done anything to lessen that um, shine, I think, for the Knights. He's not a talker, but on the field, he has been... You know, you give him 8 out of 10 every game. He's not done anything that isn't an 8 out of 10. And I think he'll be in Origin this year. I've gone Yo is my 13. I think Yo is the best 13 in the game, personally. Now maybe uh, I'm, I'm inflated a little bit by how well the Panthers are going. I think Murray, there's a few other contenders, um, but I think Yo takes the thirteen mainly because Murray is coming in a little bit underdone, and I think Yo is fit. He's a leader. He's got ball play. He's in a winning team. I think it's going to be Luai and uh, Cleary in the halves, and I think that Yo is the thirteen.
1: Yeah, I really like Yao. Um, I've got him in my thirteen Panthers combination. Uh, you know, if you have a Tyson goes down, he slots straight into the second row, and you can bring on Drake Djokovic at lot. Yeah. I straight. mean these
0: these players that are versatile. Like yo, you could put him in the second row, and you don't lose anything as a second rower. And you lose a center as well. You can slot him in the centers. Damn straight. So I think he's the thirteen and the fourteen position. We're onto the bench now. I put pick Whiten now. A lot of people are saying that Gutho will take the 14 because of his versatility, but everything that Gutho is, Whiten's better, I think, because you can put Gutho in the halves, but Whiten will be better in the halves. You can put Whiten in any of the back um, line positions, and also Whiten could play you know, in the forwards at a stretch. He it could.
1: He's that big of a body that you could play him at lock. You could even play him at second row if you were desperate. I don't think we'd ever have to get to that stage. Uh, And he would do a better job at centres than what Guffo did. Guffo, for me, was one of the main reasons we lost last year's series. He got
0: absolutely shown up by bloody, who is it? Uh, The Glory Hole. Yeah, Uh, Capewell. I mean, yeah. So, look, I I just think that I I reckon White would have missed. I reckon he would have missed this year, personally, unless he gets picked at six. Now, if he gets picked at six, I reckon that Guffo might take the 14. But I reckon if they go Luai and they're, they're courageous for a win in the series, they put uh, Luai at six and they put Whiten on the bench. You get any backline injury, Whiten can go in. And if you get an injury in the halves, Whiten can go in. You get an injury in the second row, someone else can move to lock and he can go s- second row will lock. You know, I just think he's really versatile, and I've picked him as my 14.
1: Yeah, I don't mind the 14. Me
0: personally, I, I like Papa. But oh, yeah. I mean, I think specific. Pap is the 14.
1: I think he's the 14, but in terms of versatility, you couldn't fault him, picking and And I just want to give a shout-out to one player. He's probably a year or two off origin, but the form he's in now and another versatility factor, Matt Burden will be knocking down oh, a yeah. utility role in a couple of years.
0: I mean, how good are you if you're a half and you can play in the centres and keep centres out of your starting lineup? You know, like, he's so good. I mean... I've got, a, I've got I've got. Um, Pap as an asterisk next to my team because, look, it doesn't look like he's going to play next week or the week after. The reports are that he's. it's a heavy concussion and they're going to um, respect the time. So, I mean, I think he might be dusty a chance to miss Origin.
1: Yeah, he could be a big chance to miss Origin, but I, I do like him at the 14, but... Uh... If he does miss out, we've got a, a good option in White
0: yeah. yeah, I think it'll be Whiten or Pat. I don't think it'll be Gutho, personally. So, I think he's, put, he's...
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to put 15 as Murray. Um, you could put Murray at lock, but he is coming off a dusty old run because he hasn't even... He's, he's He didn't play this week, did he? He's still injured. Yeah, no, he didn't play this week. Yeah, so I think he needs a bit of a run-up, so I think you'd start him at 15. I've got Dan Safidi in the 16. Um, you could interchange him and Paulo easily, like you mentioned earlier, but I think he's in there. And and I picked Jerbo as my 17. Yep, yeah,
1: couldn't disagree more.
0: Now, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree, yeah. So, I mean, the people that I've um, got in there that could run for it is, look, Pangai... I just think he's too much of a liability for Origin personally. Um, Liam Martin I think is had a great year but he's off the bench. He's a benchy and I don't know that they're going to take him in. You've got Maddo, who I think with Angus is out is a straight come 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 in and Victor's obviously lost and I would be very interested to see what happens with Pat. Yeah, Pat yeah. and
1: and a couple of guys that i knock knocking on the door for selection you mentioned him earlier. Probably misses out, but but Jack Bird has put his hand up. Mm. And he's also someone that could take that 14 role that we didn't mention because, as we know, he can play lock, he can play center, he can play in the halves, he can baseball back. He's a very versatile player. Yeah,
0: played he played Origin before, too. So, I mean, I wouldn't be that- surprised if that uh, if that happened as well. I mean, I think he's a good... I, I really rate him as a player. I think he's having a good year. Um, over to Queensland now. Now, you and I are both New South Wales supporters, obviously, so... It's harder for me to write a Queensland list. I mean, I just use my logic, really. But I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the number one, I've got Ponga. He's going to be yeah. back this week, and he'll, he'll take the one. On the wing, it's going to be Coates. No arguments there. Now, look, I don't think Coates is origin-ready, personally. I don't think his defense is good. I think his defensive reads are good. He's a great attacking weapon in the air, and his attack is pretty good. And I don't reckon they've got any, you know, super options outside of felt, you know, to take his position.
1: Yeah, look, that's where Queensland lacks a lot in the backs, and and uh, I think you can lock in. Yeah, Coates is a lock for the wing spot, and I think Holmes takes the other one, and uh, there really isn't anybody else outside of felt, like you said.
0: Yeah, and look, the fact is that they're pretty good. I think Coates will hold his own against the Fox. You know, if they're they're marking up, or you know, if he's up against Tupu. I think that'll be a great matchup, Tupu versus Coates. Personally, I think maybe Tupu gets the you know gets the chocolates because he's a bit more experienced. But you've got um, I can't even understand my fucking writing. What have That's I got? It. Gagai, gagai in the yeah, gagai in the centres. Now, I mean gagai, he's kind of like going the Will Chambers you know route. In my opinion, I think he's getting worse and worse every year. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. got it. He still got it though, so, and 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 especially oh, yeah. on in Origin.
1: Yeah, he grows that extra leg in the Maroon jersey. Like, if he could transform his Origin form into Club form, he'd be one of the best centers in the game.
0: Yeah. So I've got him in there, and I've also gone as my four. I've gone Capo. Um, he gave him a bath last year. Capewell is a super defender. He's got attack. Um, and I just think what 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 reason do they have not to pick him in there? They're a little bit light on in the backs, and I think Kate ball fills in perfectly in the centres. I think he's a great player. Yeah,
1: hundred percent.
0: Val on the wing. Yeah, he's a great winger, almost better than he is a a, a fullback. Had a good game this week, though. But he's a, he's on the wing for me. I got Munster at the six. I got DC at the seven i got Welsh in the 8. You can't argue with Welsh. He's having a good year. Big loss for the Maroons losing for Papali'i. Yes, big loss. Um, I've gone 9. I mean, is Grant going to be ready for Origin? I've gone Mar- Marnie or Grant, whoever's there.
1: Um, This is where I think you and I probably disagree. I, I don't think Harry Grant's going to be ready. I think I read somewhere that he's extending another two weeks.
0: Mm, hands- that's what oh. I heard. That's what I heard. So yeah, I don't know if you can pen you can't put him in pen, can you? He's a pencil. Yeah, I don't think, think he's I, ready. I
1: think he's out and, and I think um I think Ben Hunt will get that ninth spot ahead of Mahoney. Oh,
0: you know you know how much I hate Ben Hunt. I
1: know how much you hate him, but he's a Queensland Test player and
0: <laughs> I mean in my um planning for the buy round, people I was talking about how good a year Ben Hunt is having, actually. Um, but I just don't know. I just don't... I think Queensland's moved past him. I just think Mah- Marnie is a better nine. He is a better nine. He's almost rivaling Harry Grant as Look, a nine.
1: I, I can't fault them for picking Marnie. They could go Mahani, and it'll just mean that Hunt gets the 14.
0: Yeah, and it could be Hunt for the 14, but we'll talk about my 14 uh, people. But we'll. I think it'll be Grant or Marnie. I think... If Grant's not right, it'll be Marnie, and if it's if Grant is right, it'll be Grant, and so Marnie needs to go elsewhere. Um, in the ten, I'm going to say Arrow. I think that Queensland is a little bit front row short now that um, Papali'i is out, and there's a lot of talk that you'll put you just throw Tino up there, but I think Arrow actually plays you know that boring sort of front row role better. I, I like Arrow. I like Tino at thirteen personally.
1: Yeah, I, I had Arrow at my 17 before Papali's injury, so yeah.
0: Yeah, Yes, yeah, so I move an Arrow up. I'm putting him in the 10. 11 is for feeder. No no discussion needed. Felice, the dirty dog. What a fucking dirty player he is. Fucking hell, he's dirty. Yeah, like, yeah. But he, yeah. you need him. Yeah, yeah, he'll get there. Yep, and he's a good origin player. I think that he's kind of like... He, he's like, because he plays for the Melbourne Storm... He gets away with a hell of a lot more than Joshua Wire gets, but he's just as fucking dirty. 100%.
1: It's just
0: Melbourne Storm colours, <laughs> Freebies. Freebies. Yeah. Um, Tino is my 13. Big Tino. Fast still Malawi. I love him. I think he's a great player. I think he'll be great at 13 in Origin. Yeah,
1: great player. Love him.
0: Now, this is where we've got some interest. You know, I think Hunt could be a potential suitor for the 14 spot. But I think Brimson is a 14, especially if they go paps. They, like, mirror each other perfectly. Or if um, Harry Grant comes in a little bit underdone in the nine, I think Marnie could be a a great 14. You can almost play in back row if you need to. Um, And I think that Marnie, the the pack, if I look at the Queensland team with Harry Grant at nine and Marnie at 14, it looks like a tough as a fucking old boot uh, pack. I love it. I love the way it looks. Yeah.
1: Look, if, if they go with Grant, I don't see Mahani getting the fourteen. I can see them going Mahani starting and Grant as the fourteen. I just don't see Mahani as a fourteen.
0: Yeah, and and I mean Brimson has got to be a chance, surely, if they wanted to oh, play all the spots in the back line and the halves. Yeah, he's definitely a chance. Mm.
1: It's 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 definitely open. There's three or four contenders.
0: there. Yeah, so I think it's Brimson, Mahani, and Hunt. Playing, I think they're great 14s, and I think it could go any way for them. I think the 15 will be um, Moeta Futuaki. MoFo? Yeah. I, I think, think you
1: get in now with a few of these uh, suspensions. Because, yeah. you know, Fos and you've pushed Arrow
0: up. Yeah, and he's good. He's got all the super coach-friendly type stuff. Like, he offloads. He's a good runner. I think they need middles, and I think he'll be in there. And I've actually gone Sua. I think he's a great player. I like his hitting. I mean, he's got a little bit of a... He gets suspended and he can hit high and stuff, but I think, you know, he's a chance.
1: Yeah, he's in my uh, bench team for the Queenslanders.
0: And um, the 17, I've gone anywhere between... Um, if they go... I actually put a floater on maybe if um, they go Hunt or Marnie, that uh, Brimson could go in the, in the centres. And if they do put Brimson in the centres, that could be Capwell on the bench. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's just my thought. I just thought, I think that Brimson with his attack and, he's a, th- and a and the threat, he's a good defender. I thought he could go maybe in the centres. And if he does, it could be he, Capwell on the bench. But otherwise, i have put Cohen Hess. And I fucking hate Cohen Hess. But he's having a good year in the front row. He'd come on as a middles. I think he'd come on in the front row.
1: Yeah, he just turned into a bit of a Nancy boy running at the edges. It's just like he forgot how to run over people. So the, the move to front row has
0: actually been one of the better decisions Payton's made. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's looked better, footballer, by, by being in the middle. Um, Jared Wallace is having a fair year, you know, I yep. think as well, in the front row. But, I mean, they're really slim. They're slim as shit, mate. And so maybe Arrow, maybe fucking, uh, you know, Wallace. I don't care. Fuck him.
1: Couldn't agree
0: more. Yeah, sorry if, if you're a Queensland listener. I love you all as well. Go go Queensland. I think i have just picked you a good team. Pick that and you'll be fine. The other thing too that has to probably be taken into consideration is that it's a new coach. It's, it's green. So he might show favoritism towards Hess. And he might, you know, like he might show favoritism. Yeah, that's right. He was his former coach at the Cowboys. Yeah, and it, but also, he did go out, or he went out in disgrace. So maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But, I mean, that's my teams. What do you think of them? I've got Asteris is there next to Matto, who I think will come in if it's um, Angus. I've got the... i, I, I put a Ruffy on Peachy if they wanted to use him as a utility. If, um, you know, like if they decide to go whiten in the halves, and, and if they... Can't get Pat because he's still injured. Maybe Peachy could be a great 14. Yeah, look...
1: Uh, Done it before. Um, I, I, look, I was lucky enough to listen to one of your podcasts earlier in the year, and, and you really got me looking at Peachy. And you're the main one. Once you raised it, I, I, I couldn't... I just love the decision to bring Peachy in, the versatility of the dual position, and, and it's... it's, 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 it's
0: yeah, so PG is a chance. I know he's suspended. That probably actually hurt his chances more than anything else, really. He's suspended for two weeks, and he's going to be coming straight into origin. But it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, if he's been picked before. His versatility is, is probably the best out of everyone because he plays second row and lock beautifully and plays centers great. You know, like, he's really versatile. Like, he goes, if he's in second row with lock, he plays those great and he's great if he plays in the centers. So that's just my opinion on, on Peachy, personally. Yeah, Very versatile. Um, now, I'm going to go into the Rockers and you tell me the scores or if they're people that you own, you know, what you think of them. Um, I'll tell you some a player that I like, and I missed him in the cheapies, was Murray Tuolagi. He got 145 uh, in it for the Cowboys. I think he's a great winger. Uh, Big body, he's a lump of a lad. And he got 130,
1: 145 Yeah, I've I've had my, I've seen him going around mainly because uh, one of my rivals in the draft league that i mean had him, and uh, he hasn't actually gone that great most weeks. But he had a flyer this week, running the back of homes.
0: Yeah, I mean he started a cheapy price, and and here's his scores. He got a seventy-one. 18 which is a shit 72 21 he's like a yo-yo 33 96 you know he is a yo-yo but i I just in actual in actual nrl i like the look of him got a good score this week you can't argue um and val um i know mike from the mike and savs uh, you know the super coach experience he brought in uh val val got a 138 I, I am cursing
1: Valentine Holmes this week. I, I'm versing Con, who we all know just makes really bad decisions when it comes to Supercoach. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: he actually went with Valentine Holmes at of Brian Tor. Oh. And, and, and it, it hurt him for three weeks, and the week I face him, it just killed me.
0: Just yeah, I mean, I was almost going to bring in Val back at the time that I brought in. I can't even remember who I brought in. They're not doing as well as Val, whoever it was I brought in, but you know, like he can go, he can go big, big score. Um, Kyle felt and Drinkwater got good scores in there.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, Drinkwater, uh, mate, surely he's got to be on lock for the five A at the Cowboys next year.
0: I would be. if you're a smart, progressive coach. Who did they bring up? They brought the Chad and Dearden. I would start with Drinkwater and say, earn your spot, um, Dearden, if you want to. Don't.
1: What a woeful
0: game Chad had on the weekend. Oh, mate. I'm not a big fan of the Chad, just quietly. I don't know why, you know... I don't understand why the Newcastle Knights by Blake Green, who they... It was very obvious that he's not... He's not a player for today's game. He's done. Had a great career. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your service. You know? Yeah. Yeah, good player over the years. But yeah, and the- I mean, I think Chad is not made for this game, personally. Um, over the other side, the Knights, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, dad owns bloody, he's the CEO of NIB who sponsors the Knights, so if you ever want to wonder why he got 69 minutes or whatever he got, there's your reason, 93, because he got a, he got a meat pie, but to me, he should be a benchy, I think you should start with Watson at the 13, I think he should be playing 30 minutes, 40 minutes off the bench until he gets fit. You know, personally, I haven't seen enough from him. I know he's got a 93, but I don't know. I just think for their team, it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, look, the 93, like you said, you got a pie, and I believe you got a tri-assist too, so it's a very inflated score for him.
0: Yeah. All right, well, and then we go over to um, the New Zealand Warriors. They got over the line against the Tigers. Fuck, those Tigers can lose a game, can't they? I mean... I shouldn't so I mean, you and I are in a bet, aren't we? What? What's our bet?
1: Yeah, we've got a hundred-dollar bet on uh, who finishes higher the ladder between the Tigers and the Dragons.
0: Hmm. You're lucky that the fuck they would have been catching them. I reckon if they won this week.
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, it doesn't help with the uh, big outs that we've got. And yeah, a lot st- of outs. Yep, yeah, but uh, that <laughs> doesn't. Played our worst game of football against them at Wollongong.
0: That's a four-point swing there for you. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still in the hunt. It's going to come down, I think. It's going to come down <laughs> because it's a bit of a lunatic bet from me, and especially how well the Dragons started. But, you know, who knows what's going to help. Reese Walsh, 129. I mean, I've, on the podcast, I've criticized Rob Sutherland. I mean, personally, I don't reckon that any... If they're going to bring in a new player who's a backline player, this year you've got Rocco Berry who plays on the wing for for the Warriors. And you've got Reece Walsh just playing in the halves. Played halves in his juniors as well. All, all fullback. And he's, he's fullback only. Yeah,
1: I, I, mate, I don't understand some of the decisions they make. Like, it goes back to the Valentine Holmes decision last year. How was he not a dual position last year when he played all his career on the wing?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, look, Reece Walsh was never going to just play fullback as soon as he walked in. Not behind RTS. He's got to no. be dual... Look at his junior career and make the right decisions because we could have picked him in the halves. We could have had a nice downgrade, but next year he's going to be too expensive for us. Um, Roger had a good game, 94. Uh, I'm not going to mention any of the others, but Tohu, is he the first target for you as soon as round 13 ends or do you already have him?
1: Oh, mate, he's been a first target for me for two years and every year it's like you think there's a more pressing trade realistically speaking, he should be your first player pick next year.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I, I've never owned Tohu. I don't think. You know, like how insane is that? You know, uh,
1: like I'm in the same boat as you. Like I've wanted him for two years and I haven't owned him at all in the last two years. It's
0: it's, it's insane. I know. Average score is 80.4. Three round average, 82. Five round average, 82.8. The guy's consistent. I mean, he is, he is like, the Corey Parker without the goals. He's so good. I'm going to trade him in, if not this week. I'm trading him. I mean, I'm, I'm so disillusioned about round 13. Now, you know, I'm going to lose Mado, And I mean, people are counting players like Utikamano and Lienu. And it's Bloor. Bloor got eight.
1: Yeah, what an auto-emergency nightmare that is.
0: I know. And he's not getting the minutes. So, you know... Or everyone who's counting them as three people in their bloody numbers for 13, you, you're an idiot. You could just get as much from Maddo, you know, if he plays. Or, you know, Hughes, one player. Uh,
1: how are they counting Ute Kamado with their 13 when he's not even in the 710 at the moment? And is there even anyone in the
0: Tigers team that's in an origin condition? No. So that's right. People are counting them as numbers for 13. They're dumb. No offense. Yep. You know, but anyway, um, Will Kennedy got a tonne. Um there's nothing really to talk about in that game there with the dragons. I I mean one of the guys I was to, I, I'm in a league with, he brought in Josh Kerr instead of Paul. I brought in fucking RCG. How dumb am I? Chasing a couple of uh, uh No, I knew yeah, I knew he's I knew he scored tries last week for but I was he's average for the year is 66. He averages around 50 to 50 to 60. You know, and I just thought he was the best of the options, particularly coming up to round 13. Um, if he doesn't get picked for origin, I don't think he's going to pick for origin, but he averages about 50 to 60, which is what I wasn't getting from Takeo. And I went him instead of Vaughn. My choices were Vaughn or um, Lodge, you know. And I went, I went, the mo. I, I must be a Louis, I must be like horny for a mustache. There really isn't that many good um, front rows. Yeah, definitely. So, But anyway, so in this game, Kerr got a 76. I actually think he's starting to... I mean, I was so critical of him in the second row. But he seems to be warming up to it.
1: I think he is if he can cut those dumb errors out. Mm. If he can cut those silly errors out where... He just tries to get up and play it way too quick, and he, he bobbles it or he drops it in the fight. Just get up and play the ball, run hard, and, and he'll get there.
0: Some people went Vaughn, he got a 48. I don't think that's too bad. It's better than people like me who went... You see, Vaughn's three-round average was 66, but I ignored that, and I went the Mustache. In, well, um
1: He did get a simbin, so... Yeah,
0: with a you know. So, I, I mean, it wasn't the best pick by me. Um... The the Broncos upset the fucking Roosters.
1: I missed this game completely. Uh, I was uh, having a pretty big night on a bucks night, but yep. uh, I missed this game completely, and I just couldn't couldn't believe my eyes when I saw uh, the score and just bits and pieces of what was going no, on. I
0: watched it. I think the Broncos were on top the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Um, players that are relevant to everyone was Angus. He looks like he's a two weeker. I mean, are you going to trade Angus if if he gets two weeks and he's going? Well, I mean, he won't, he'll miss origin if he gets two weeks. And then he'll be eligible for, for second origin. You're going to lose a lot of weeks. He'll probably play 13 then. though. I mean, uh, 14.
1: Yeah, look, uh, for me, uh, I won't be entertaining the idea of getting rid of Angus. <laughs> I think off. off. I've got Barnett in my reserves that I can slot in. I know the minutes aren't great, but he does play 13. Uh, and, and surely there's got to come a time where this Adam O'Brien mug wakes
0: up. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold Angus the whole year because he saves me a trade because I think Angus is a hold for whole year. So I'm just gonna hold him. You know, like it's as simple as that. I think I've got a I've got a good 22 players. You know, like this week I sat players. You know, like Schuster, who scored me a 59. I don't need to bench him. Bench Watson. You know, like, I don't need to do that. I, I could probably find a 17, no worries, and just hold Angus. 97 this week. Did he get a try? I don't know. But he was good in, in a losing team. Yes, he was
1: very
0: good. A lot of people captain Tedesco. They thought he was going to go 150. They probably underestimated just how good Turbo is. 93. Now, I don't think that game has been updated yet.
1: Uh, I can have a quick look, uh, last I saw him on, he was at 89, but if he's on 93 now
0: they must have been up. Oh, maybe they have. Well, I think that's fair if that's the update, personally.
1: last night, but yeah,
0: I could be wrong. We'll have a look at the offloads. Yeah, they've got, uh, ineffective... No, all of them are ineffective offloads. So, that's what I look for as my, you know, target for have they been updated. Yeah, I, I, I thought you Good scores were, um... Tavita had a good game, 85. I think he absolutely fucking killed Sam Walker. Killed him. Did you play Sam Walker? Uh,
1: unfortunately, yeah. I played him on my reserves. How could you not play him against a hapless Broncos? I know.
0: 13! I just want to break shit, mate. Like, you've seen pictures of how many TVs I've broken. Oh, fuck yeah, mate.
1: Uh, look, yeah. You had to play him. The The lucky thing is everybody at first would have played him. So you, actually, if you had to drop him, you know, like TKO, someone I dropped this week, he improved this week off the bench. I, I don't think he's going to stay off that bench roll forever.
0: No, I mean, you got 50, you know, I brought in RCG. But, I mean, for around 13, maybe RCG can get over for a pie. I don't know. But, look. You know, a thirteen for Sam Walker, and you're going to be holding him for the round seventeen. I mean, if um, Hughes comes back next week, or even Moses, like maybe that's a trade if you need to pump up your thirteen. You know, like I don't know. I think Sam Walker. I mean, in the in, watching the Roosters play when they went the left side, it was all Tedesco. You know, like he's not the, he's he's not healthy physically wise and Tedesco's jumping in, uh, hence Tedesco's upped-in scores. I don't know about Sam Walker. I just don't know.
1: Look, look, look as you know, I made the uh, bold move about five or six weeks ago of dumping Teddy at, his, at, at the 700-something mark. Uh, I took a, a big risk going Dufty uh, just for the fixture list. Yeah, that paid off really well for me because Dufty outscored Teddy in, in all weeks and was doing really well. And the, it's just unfortunately got injured. And, and Tedesco wasn't in my team. I just think Sam Walker and Tedesco, if one is on, they're taking points off each other. So yeah, wait, Sam. I
0: know. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't, I can see a reason for owning Teddy, but I just, Walker has done well up until this point, but I think you should cash him in. Personally, I'll be looking to cash him in. I mean, numbers for for 17, you know, you need numbers for 17, but... With Walker, what have we seen in the recent weeks? I can't even... See, I've got to go all the way to the bottom of him. What did he... He had that some big, giant scores, but he's had some yeah. bad ones.
1: 187, I think it was, off
0: the top of my head. 163. Yeah. He went 126 into, 12, 160, 126 into 163. 34-63, and then this score, under 20s. Now... It kind of reads a little bit like Sivo, in a way, to me. You know, like he's got a ceiling. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just
0: I can not I can't trust Sivo. Yeah. Um, Raiders versus the Melbourne Storm. Hines. He was my captain. I just brought him in and captained him straight away. 115, I think he'll update a little bit. But if you, if, if you get a captain, you can get 100 out of him. I know you said you need 150. I think you'll go up to 140, hopefully. And I think that, you know, like for me, once I took and went the VC on Sam Walker stupidly, you know, I lost Cleary. So I I took Heinz and he scored a one fifteen, which you know it's not the worst. You can't you can't argue if you if your captain gets one fifteen. Definitely not. Um, I think that's all you really got. Some people ha- I don't know if you had the cheese, but he he turned up. Nelson had a good game. Simmonson you know, people... I don't know. Do you still still have Simpson on your bench? Uh, Not playing, but just on an NPR? I, I got rid of him a while back. Uh, I got rid of
1: Saab a while back. I'm a bit filthy that I did that. Uh,
0: Saab, I, for sure.
1: I did say when Tommy came back, you would see Saab improve, but at the time, we didn't know how long Tommy would be back. With Tommy's hammies, it was... <laughs> Back
0: So, yeah, look, I would have just said, you know what, time to move on. But, you know, the ones that held him uh, got on them. He's got some good scores, and uh, they've finally got some prize prizes out of him. Yeah, and, I mean, I never held... I never had Sarp. I had Sim... I went Simpson, you know, being a Raiders, and the... Uh, fuck off. I wanted to... I wanted to jump on a flight and go down and belt Simpson, You know, just for how <laughs> shitty he is. He can go a low score. But he's actually going to go up to, into three three 300,000... And he might actually be a trade to someone, you know, better. But, you know, there's nothing else really to talk from that game.
1: I think he suffers at the moment from the form that the Raiders in. I think if you found an inform Raiders, I think Simmons' scores would have been more averaging around the stem.
0: We've had many, I mean, in our messenger group, when everyone teases me too much about the Raiders, I've left the group on several times. Mm, yeah, I, I know the feeling as I've <laughs> And I've left a few times And Sav's from the fucking SC experience He gives me shit about the Raiders But, I mean, even the missus said to me this week She was like, you're much better this week After Raiders got rolled by the storm It's like you've, like, come to terms with it The Raiders well, suck I hope weren't
1: really expecting them to win anyway So it's a lot easier to, uh Handle a loss when you weren't expecting
0: it. Having a bad year. Having a terrible year. Um, Nothing to talk about from them. Um, In today's games, Cleary. What a weapon. I think he's going to lose a try this personally. 176.
1: Is that the one that uh, was...
0: The Luai. One? Yeah, I think it's Luai's. Yeah, look, I, I won't be uh, upset if he
1: doesn't that assist. I may jag an extra win from
0: it. Hmm. I think based on what they've done every year with the sweep player, it has to go to Luai, personally. But we'll have to wait and see. But how good is Burton? What, what What's Burton's price? 4.14? Uh, B of 75? He's going to be a great player in round 13 because he'll go straight into the halves. Yeah, he would too,
1: actually. Yeah, clear his out. Yeah. As well. Maybe
0: even Luai, yeah. And, I mean, 95. He, he, and uh, what 2 all was back today with a 95. gonna try. He's the yeah. prime uh, wing, winger for the year. You
1: yeah, know, I, I love it all.
0: Over the other side, I mean, I brought in Liam Martin. How, how dumb was I? I, pl- I? Once I heard he was in the starting lineup, I just played him and I played him ahead of Schuster. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, look, uh, my hand's been forced a little bit with Schuster. Uh, I've had to start him in my fire back position for the last two weeks. I just wasn't prepared to let the of Munster. I know he was out for two weeks and I know Origin was coming up. But. We've aggressive with being issue with our trades and I think we're guilty of falling into the trap that we had the luxury of doing that last year. Mm. Uh you better find a lot of people right out of trades before in the semifinals come around.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, I've max traded and I'm gonna not trade next week. But I mean I could go a trade depending on whether uh Matter if Matter goes out and I lose him for you know round 13 i've got the cash in the bank to go to maybe an ipad you know like i don't know but the fact of the matter is is that you know people are going to run out they're going to definitely run out this year over the other side there was no super scorers i mean fucking cody walker i mean i feel like owning cody walker is like if you're on heroin yeah I, I, i
1: i did listen to you and i know
0: you brought him up a big game but i just don't i just don't like him I, 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 he drives me fucking nuts. I fucking I, I own him and I play him, I VC him, I've captained him. I could really, be in, I could be in the top one hundred. He
1: really, really hurt your season when you brought him in and he did that dumb shit move with that suspension. With that yeah.
0: speech, uh, <laughs> Cody man. kills me, mate. I fucking I don't understand it. I just I don't know why I'm so addicted to Cody Walker. I, I could just say our personal from the thread saying, put him on
1: that fucking plane.
0: Mate, 44 t- today, I-, I was actually just even happy, because he scored that try late. Otherwise, he was in the teens.
1: I think he got hurt a bit by being moved from fullback. Um, there were quite a few scores. School- I think two weeks ago, I was facing someone with him, and he was on 13, and he got a try there, and then, again, he had, like, flight for the second half, and he got that. Yeah. Right, oh. he could... Uh, 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 like for me, and my halves I like, look at Munster I, I just love Munster because the bloke doesn't even look like he's doing anything And he gets you to 80 without even a blink
0: I'll tell you why Because he's a fucking celebrity scorer And everyone loves him I mean, look, the record was held by Cody Walker So he has been a celebrity scorer as well Actually, last year he looked like he did, had a, a pretty good base as well I mean, the base Today was like a base game and they did lose as well I mean, I think I'll hold Cody till 17, but fucking hell I want a 150. Like, you just have these players that in you your team that you go, you know, they could get me a 150, and I expect that from Cody, and I'm not getting it. Gives yeah. me shits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's
1: very frustrating for you. I can see
0: it. Uh, yeah, uh, it drives me nuts. It really does. Um touching. Over in the last game of the week, um, Manly, the, I mean, fuck that. Oh, I hate Manly, and you would too, because everyone fucking hates Manly. But, I mean, good score. Good scores in there. Turbo with a 155. Garrick did a lot, I think. I mean, how how's he not the best player in the game? He just, especially super coach-wise, back to back to back to back to back. Hundreds, hundreds every time. And big hundreds. Has he failed to score a try since his return? I don't he think was, so. And I mean, he was even taking tough runs against forwards today. He's so good.
1: Oh. And, and, and and one thing I've seen him do a lot this year, because I've, I've just been watching and praying that he doesn't hurt me, and he's hurt me. Uh, hurt me for three, right? He comes out of nowhere for that hit-up off the front row in the first 10 metres of the attacking zone, and he gets there, and he gets there more times than he doesn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, the guy is a phenom. He's an absolute bloody weapon in, in today's game. I think that the new rule changes and everything, even head highs, you know, he's like three heads taller than everyone. He's never going to get high. He, he, he just, he's such a great player. Like when he's healthy, he's such a great player. Gutho, I held, you, you did message me and say, are you going to hold Gutho 85 to Teddy's whatever, 95? You know, like I've got Gutho. I don't think he's going to be picked for Origin. I don't, I don't think so.
1: Well, yeah, that, that was my uh, strategy a few weeks back. Guffo saved me. Uh, I remember you were cursing cursing that game where we uh, just got a, a few of those celebrity assists, you like to call them. Mm. Uh, I, I bragged him in uh, at the expense of... I just knew Papa was going to be gone for four weeks. Uh, it paid dividends for me, but, but this week uh, I, I got a bit concerned. I, I realised Papa was going to be out another week or two. He had a very high breakeven of 174. I didn't originally like the move of Guffo to Heinz, but with Papa being out for two weeks and Heinz break-even I think it was minus 67, uh, and three guaranteed fixtures over the next three weeks, I just thought, you know what? I could probably save myself 400k swing with the money I would lose on Guffo. And now that he's an actual possibility if Papa doesn't get there for the origin, I just I just thought, you know what? I'm going to make a lot of money out of Hines. I've got an extra number for round 13, and uh, Hines will help me get Tommy into my team.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I've always been an advocate for not being obsessed about round 13 or round 17, because if Gutho is going to lose you 100K, I mean, one of the biggest appeals of Gutho was he could score you 100, and his value is 700. So you can go straight across the pat. So, I mean, I, I get it totally with everyone. For me, because I've max traded. How many trades have you saved until this point? I believe I've
1: saved two. Yeah,
0: two. I'm going to save two next week, and I may not trade the following week. I I think when you get to round 13, if you can save three slash four, you're in pretty good shape. So I've got to do those real late in the piece. It means I'm going to have to take a hit this week slash next week, maybe. But it's just, you know, to go into... I've already got 15 for round 13. Three of them are shit-outs. But the rest are pretty good, I think. You know? So, I mean...
1: I'm not a big fan of this round 13-17 planning because it just... I, I I went into the strategy saying, I want my team, I want it finalised, I want it strong. I uh, started the year strong. I was like, up until two weeks ago, I was undefeated in that six of my nine leagues. Uh, and I... I'm happy to sacrifice round 13 and 17 because it's four points at the end of the day if you can start strong
0: Yeah, definitely in head-to-head. I mean overall, I mean I just see these players that have got 10 Fucking super quality players like Isaiah Papaliti, you know, Maddo Hughes, you know like they've got and and they just they get as much out of 10 players and everyone that's Wasting when
1: when you get it right early uh, when you get it right early and you've got those players that are scoring those points for you, you're a contender for overall. But once you're gone in the overall in the first five weeks, it's just a matter of focus. I- I've always been a head-to-head player. If I'm doing well in the overall, uh, you pick your best side. You'll do well in overall. You'll do well in head-to-head. I-, I just don't get the fixation of focusing on overall, unless you're in an overall point.
0: Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean, I think, you know, if you're not going to win the money, you might as well... Just start making decisions that helps you in your leagues, especially if you're in cash leagues. You know, like, it makes sense. Because if you're in cashies and you're in five cashies and you're in 10,000th, just give up, bro. You know, like, you're not going to make it. You're not going to win the money. And if you're not in the top 10, you don't win.
1: Yeah, well said.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I mean, I need to go and... I need to go on a toilet break. I don't know if you want to stay on or you can more than. I've got more to cover, but if you want to stay on, you can. If, if not, I'm happy to say goodbye. Um, well, your choice.
1: I'm happy
0: to stay on. Oh, good. All right. Well, I'll pause for a second and I'm going to go to the loo and I'll come back. The dramas. Yeah. All right. Give me a second. Next time people hear us, we'll be back on. Here we go. So, I mean, I, I, I brought in Regan Campbell Gillard. I mean, I sort of just played the lure of averages. I mean, he was averaging 60 for the year. I just felt like he was so, so, more solid in the front row than TKO, just with the minutes concerns. The big moustache, and he didn't get the score today. I mean, if he updates to 50, it was a fair move, because I'm going to have him in the bye. I was just so unhappy about Takiaho. He just gives me shits.
1: Yeah, he's a frustrating play. like you must have him every year, and then he starts, and, and then he just falls away.
0: Yeah, and I mean, he's starting on the bench, you know, now, and that's not a good thing. But, I mean, people who had Saab, who might have played him this week, you know, because Saab's been going great with 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 Turbo, and Turbo got the 155 this week, there was no points for Saab this week. He finished on a, you know, a 221. Uh, I
1: guess that's probably just a reflection of uh, targeting one side. Like uh, maybe they saw something in other games
0: and this week it was all going to side So I think the end of the one week. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I said that you got to play, um, you got to play sub on matchups. And I think against softer teams, you know, ter- when they run a route, you know, Manly. But today was a tough matchup. Even though, you know, Manly gave it to them, I just still think there's not as much attack for the wingers. You know, like... You've got Tupalu Luto and and Saab down low. You know Cherry Evans got a thirty-three. That's just and Harper. You know thirty-six. It wasn't great scores for for the outside backs this week. Yeah. Um, some of the real stinker scores for the week. Um, I've written down some names. Dewey people. I know it's. I've put a circle around it because he got a forty-five. I don't know. I'll have to look what he was updated to. But a lot of people thought he was... Because he was averaging sort of 80, you know? Like he was going to kick ass in the, in the 5.8. Do you have Dewey? Uh,
1: well, I won't lie. I actually uh, looked at him about two weeks back and, and I was very, very close to taking the punt on him. But mad, mad strikes again. Mm. Tennis, they're, they're, they're shining like their best player. And I'm like, I'm not taking the risk of Dewey as a centre. At the 5.8 controlling the team... I think he was worth a stab, he he had the drill position, he's got the goal kicking, uh, he was looking good, uh, he ticks off round 13, even though I'm not planning for round 13, but he just had a lot of things going for him, but the second they shifted to centre, it was, it was not
0: for me. Yeah, and I mean, he got a big score last week, but I mean, I don't know if he's going to do that every week, and I think this is more of what you're going to see with him at centre wing, personally. Um Nofaluma got a 66. I think he, they've had this update already, and I think he was jibbed a smidge, personally. But 66 is all right. Dane Laurie, he had a B of 100, but he got a 65. I didn't play him this week. Um,
1: okay, yeah. I, I played him due to uh, losing Peachy to suspension. Um, 65. He, it's good. It was actually a, a, a thought for me as a potential bias after, you know, he can go one something. Mm. I'll be. We head-to-head matchup. Uh, Will there be a lot of points. Uh, but, yeah,
0: but him to the clock. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad score. And I think with him, he's a bit of a yo-yo. But I'm happy to hold him till 13 and just, you know, I, I play a sort of overall game. I play like a mix of overall and head-to-head. I'm happy to hold him, you know, until 13 and just sort of assess after that. Um, I mean, oh. I brought in Sean Bloor. You know, to to play for round 13, I thought he'd be in the team by now. Eight!
1: Yeah, look, uh, I, I had him in my team at the beginning of the year, locked in. Um, the injury really hurt him. I believe he was a lock for that position, but, but you can't drop Garner. He's in some good form at the moment. Well, Gar- I-
0: Garner, yeah, he's a target for, for tries on, on that side, and you're going to drop Luciano. So, I mean, why is Joe off and going? Why can't you pick um Blore at lock?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I, I think often Hengawi, yeah, uh, as a super coach player, he's always better off the bench when he starts at the 13. Yeah, he gets you, he gets you to, you know, what, 0.8 points per minute. When he comes off the bench, his score goes to about a 1.3, 1.4. So I, I stayed away from him because I just didn't like when he starts.
0: I mean, Bloor is just dead set. Put the kibosh on me for a loop. 8s and 10s, he got 11 last week or whatever fucking sucks mate like he's killing me and I, I can't i can't i can't get i mean he's not even worth enough value he's not even making his be to go up in price what was his be for the week he fucking stinks yeah
1: look uh, I, I i was looked at him and i just thought to myself you know what i got two or three weeks to wait and see what he does if he if he does anything then he becomes a potential target and uh, i'm glad i avoided that one
0: I mean, the uh, only thing that you—I mean—I'm going to hold him probably till thirteen. He's not going to—he's only worth two hundred ten thousand, so he's not going to—I mean, so what? He loses money, you know, like. But he's just basically like an NPR, really, and 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 ruins my loop. But um, other scores that were shit were. Um, Simkin, Simken? Simken? yeah, a lot of people held Simkin. He got an eight.
1: I I did
0: Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> Off the, off the bench, you know, it's a, it's a, it was a worry. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah it, seemed kind of, yeah, it was
1: the, it was a pretty big trap that
0: one. Yeah, I think so, and I mean, look, I mean, you go into the, you, you players from these teams where they've got these lunatic coaches, it's a hard, you know, you, you kind of go, oh, I should have known better, you know, but they, there's some of these lunatic coaches, and you just, you know, you get fucked over, you just. You know, like, they bring little in. Little's the flavor of the month, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you, someone from that team that uh, is traditionally pretty poor, and he is actually a pretty poor player in, in NRL standard, he hasn't done too bad this in super Coach scores. Uh, Luke Brooks, Yeah. Uh, you know, 78, I know there's a couple of 30s in there, but 78, 81, 78, 71, 67, not bad for a player that's struggling.
0: Yeah, I mean, I put him in my people who are possible downgrades for Sam Walker in my round 13 targets. I think he's having a good year. I mean, he did have a little bit of a down part at a point, but Luke Brooks' average for the year is 56.6. He's three-round average, 64.3, you know, and he, he's gone and bung out some good scores. He's he's on the improve And He's not the worst in the world at all for in the half a halfback spot. I pointed him out. He he had a good game on the weekend. Um, other bad scores were Bert. Oh, you know, I was actually tempted when I was thinking about people for the front row for Takiaho. I was going to go Ben Murdoch Masilla. Then <laughs> he got a Simbin and he finished on thirteen. Yeah, that's
1: uh, that's. that's Shit. Yeah. I mean, he scored
0: 70 of the last week. He looked really damaging in the second row. So he could be someone that was tempting to people. So he's one that's those starting
1: back row spot,
0: isn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got um, Karen injured, you know, but Karen was coming off the bench anyway. So I think, you know, BMM has a better, you know, role in the team. But if you can go 13, you <laughs> can't put him in your team. Um... Some... Radley. Oh. Uh, Rob Sutherland from the Daily Telegraph. I don't know if he actually did it, but he said he was bringing in Victor Radley. Victor the Inflector. Two hey. Simbids. Your mate, Rob. Yeah, my friend. My best friend, Rob. Mmm. Yeah, nah. It doesn't make me happy in any way if he brought in Victor Radley and got 20... 23 from Victor. I, I don't feel any joy from that.
1: Just make sure you know about it, too. Oh, well,
0: I mean, he, he gets to go on a show. You're never going to win a war against Rob Sutherland because he gets to go on a show. You know, like on a on a proper, you know, everyone loves that show, show. You know, but fuck Rob Sutherland. Nah, I love Look, I mean, it's a love-hate relationship. He hates me and I hate him, but I kind of love him and he, he I, as if he doesn't love me a little bit, too. But if he brought in Victor Radley, 23 sucks. Ikavalu. I actually knew a few people that bring in Ikavalu, and I don't actually... I mean, even though it was on a great score this week because they lost the Roosters, um, he's 26 this week, which is going to probably make his price come down a little bit. I don't think he's the worst buy. I I, I think that he's had a crap game, but a, he's a reasonable buy. Yeah, I guess he's
1: a, he's a big winner with the Brett Morris season-ending injury. And, uh... Yeah.
0: For 17, maybe, if the price is right. Um... Who else? Hudson Young, a lot of people took, you know, earlier in the piece, and he took the, the, the lock position this week, but it's put people out. He sucked. He got 26. I've got Olam in my team. Olam got an 18. Averaging 50-plus for the year. Really consistent. Lowest score of the year for Olam.
1: Wow. I didn't even see
0: he got an 18, and the Storm scored 34. I know. Uh, I mean, Fuck. It drives me nuts. Like, I mean, if he got his normal, I'm over the, you know, 1400s, you know. But Olam just didn't seem to get into the, he he wasn't into the, in the pies. He wasn't in the, in the good stuff this week. And I mean, that's his lowest score for the year by 30 points. Look, I didn't
1: see much of that. I didn't see any of that game more no, I did know that Nelson got a couple of fights to the running draft, but looking yeah. at
0: the start of the game, it doesn't look like they went to that side at all. Nah, nah. Well, I'll tell you how you know that, because the Fox got 12 points in Supercoach. Yeah. And so they got starved, and, you know, I think of it more of as an anomaly than anything else. But
1: trust, trust that I can't I get a 12 when no one's onversing him.
0: Like,
1: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just, every single bloke that had him, and he pumps 167, 100 something...
0: Mate, and, and I said it on my thing, that, um, you know, a week ago, is Adakar's like a run. You know, you get him on a run. And there's these players that you can get on a run. And like you said about, um, you know, like Ben Hunts and Mitchell Moses. You know, there's players you can get on a run. And they'll do better for you than the other players and the price is right. you just got to know the, t- the right times to get on the right ones, you know. And... Adcock one of those ones. You get him on a run, and if he if he's on a run, he does a great job. But if you don't, he's like a fucking seaver man. You get your teens. I got I've got teen scores this week from Walker and Oldham. And there's no reason. There's no that that that, that explains why I'm losing fucking head to heads, doesn't it?
1: Oh look, you know my, my my score this week. Like I've scored less than you this week, but I I avoided many teens, bar the, the Sam Walker. I I just uh. My big ranges that hurt me. I got a lot of forties from blokes like Barnett, Brady, Watson. Um, I actually I uh, dropped uh, stains once I knew Suwali was starting, which wasn't a bad move because he pumped out a forty-one, which is mm. pretty good. You mm. know, lose the team. So yeah I, yeah, I avoid a lot of those teens.
0: Yeah, I think you know, for me, strategy wise you know i mean i don't know. i mean my if I, if I make any trades before round 13 i'm not even going to be consumed by round 13 i have 15 numbers as it stands now if i lose players you know like for me i can't wait i, I can't wait any more weeks really if if it matters to get fucking tohu into my team he's a finishing player i'm just going yeah. to get him in my team and finish the year with tohu if if i'm being honest i'm not like i said i'm not going to be consumed with round 13 but I,
1: I will take the opportunity to save two trades this week. And uh, in round 13, I'll, I'll be making at least three trades. And that'll be all around getting in tohu and cutting some of that dead wood and positioning myself for a run home.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, much- that's the other thing too. Like, I mean, everyone says, oh, well, I'm not overall. Well, having trades still matters for head-to-head, doesn't it? Because if you run out of trades at the end of head-to-heads, you're fucking fucked. You're fucked.
1: Especially in a head-to-head fixture, if, you, if you're if you coming into your grand final or you're coming into a game that you need to win to get to the grand final and, uh, you know, arguments sake, Tommy's coming up against the Brisbane or Cowboys and you've got no trades left, you can kiss your season goodbye.
0: Yeah, that's right. Because you can't jump on, you know, like a lot of people talk about this um, trading in fullback strategy. But if you've got no trades, you can't. Imagine in a final whether someone couldn't bring in Turbo or, you know, and for a final, you know, so, you got to save trades if you're head-to-head, they're just as important if you're playing overall, and, you know, I, I've, I've I've got to save some now, I, I reckon three minimum before round 13, and then after round 13 to seven, we get that max trade round, maybe I'll wait until then, I want to have six trades up my sleeve, I've got to save some, um, I want to talk in strategy about what what is your actual round thirteen numbers now? I talk to so many people they're like oh I've got fifteen for round thirteen but they're counting Utakamano they're counting Lenu they're counting Blur. <laughs> oh, yeah, Have you got fifteen? For, have you really got fifteen for round thirteen? How what is your round thirteen actual number? I'm not counting. I'm not going to count Linu, Utum, Tikamano, and Bloor. They're going to be bonuses for me if I get them. Otherwise, I'm actually sitting at 13.
1: Well, I think you can count Linu because with a few of the outs for the the Panthers, with Capewell, Yao, and potentially, you know, Liam Martin's been mentioned, I do think Linu will play. So you you could count him as a number for yourself. sure. Sure. My numbers here, you know, know, I got Braley, Watson, that's two, Papali, three, uh, Barnett, four. I'll count Matto because if Angus plays, is a number for me, so that's five. Uh, I lost Fiamono, which hurts through suspension. Uh, Mm. uh, Tor, I don't think, plays Origin because of, uh, so that's six, Laurie, seven. Uh, Are the Titans playing? No, they're not, are they? They are. Yeah, they are, yep. For Peachy, Staines is nine. Well, I'm sitting at about ten. Yeah, due to business suspensions.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think that more more often, you know, like in, in reality, you're you're a head to head player. I think mean, that's probably fine. Um, I mean, I'll be at thirteen, not including any of them, even than you. You know, so I think um, that's probably good. I guess. I mean, I'm going to go down this week, and that's the other thing too. It's like everyone goes, oh. You know, I'll just hold everyone until round 13, but they're the ones getting 1,200s and the other people getting 1,500s. I just think you just play and try to get your best team in every week. Get a good 17. If you can't, if you haven't got a good 17, who cares about round 13? Uh,
1: I couldn't agree more on that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I think when I was at 6,000, what, what, what's your rank overall for the year?
1: Um, My rank at the moment, uh, let me bring it up, uh,
0: 3,959. Yeah, so, I mean, where am I? Let's have a look at me. I think I'm ahead of you, just, maybe. I'm at 3,000 low, you know, I'm at 3,322, you know, so, I mean, it's not going to be enough to win the year, you know, so, like, Maybe if you're in cashews, particularly, it's time for you to start making changes so that you don't give a rat's ass. You know, like about, we're going to go down this week, you and I. You know, twelve
1: and thirteen hundreds. I'll be going down a lot more than you will be.
0: Yeah. You can go down at 5,000, 6,000. Yeah.
1: Last week I went up 15,000 spots. Yeah. It's up and down.
0: I mean, it's, uh, you know, like, uh, that's the other thing, too. Like, everyone's like, oh, what's your top finishings for the year? And I'm like, oh, I finished 1100 one year. I finished 1500 another year. Like, I mean, my finishes are not anything to write home about, but I've cleaned up in a lot of cashes, you know? I I won cashes last year in 4000 somethings you know? Like, I won, I, I probably invested maybe $500 and won 5000 you know? Yes.
1: That's a great return. Yeah. Cashies focus on the head to head.
0: Yeah, and I mean, so if you're not going to win the comp, you, you might as well have a go at the, uh, winning the comp. But if you're in, if you're actually signing up to all these cash links, then start making head to head decisions. And so, what do you reckon the key things are for someone who's making head to head decisions? Well, obviously, it's not to worry about the buys. That's um, one thing. Yeah, not worry about buys, and I think. Uh...
1: When you're when you're sick like yourself and I and a lot of the guys we know and you're in nine ten leagues You can't really plan for individual matches You just got to really pick your best 17 and, and, and get your vice and captain strategies on right and it, it'll all fall into
0: place mm. I reckon if I was talking to anyone that said head-to-head it would be simply for me Don't make your trades that are with an uh, an overall attitude, you know, like and that just means would I buy Mado or Tohu? You know, like if you're going to make a decision it just means who's going to score me the most points that week because that's one week that you can get in the bank on on cuz it great finishing if you if you finish the top 2, you know? Great for the, for your uh, your head-to-head overalls, you know? And I think um Make your decisions so that it helps you in your head to head for the win that week rather than going, Oh well I'll just go the middle of the road. I do I mean, RCG is an overall decision. It's not a you know? Wasn't a smart decision.
1: Yeah. And how quickly do we change our minds? I reckon you're on the same path as me, never to bring Mato back in because of his HIA issues and then you just flopped over because of the route thirteen. It's 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 we, we, I don't get it sometimes. We just flip and flop, and I actually probably think that Matto was a bad decision in the end.
0: Well, you may if he now goes just and rolls into Origin, I mean, the scores have been sort of okay, not super. You and know, Lewis, but a Tohu was better. He was a better pick. Exactly right. If you pick Tohu from the start, you're getting better points,
1: and guess what? You've saved three trades because we had Matto to begin with instead of Tohu. We've traded him out.
0: We've traded him back in, and now we're going to be trading him to Tohu. Yeah, and that's right. So I think, you know, we get obsessed. Um, I think it's hard for us to even, you know, like... It's it's hard for us to ignore overall, even if we try. You know, like, we do it anyway. We 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 think of overall. Even if you're a head-to-head player and you're in cashies. I mean, it's stupid for me to play overall. I mean, like, eight cashies. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I mean you know like play play fucking play the play the game the rant around me like I mean anyway but I mean it's just an interesting I think because I play against you in head to heads and I play against you in catches it's really interesting to talk to you as my first guest you know because I play overall you know like I'm you know a b-grade celebrity on there I, I, I go on and I talk it up you know but I'm not an over... I mean, I, I, I want to win overall. I'd love to win overall. But I'm not really... I mean, every year it always ends up me being a head-to-head player. You know? And I always start making decisions, you know, for head-to-head. And players that win the leagues, like you and Smiley, is another great player in head-to-heads, isn't he? And, you know, there's some great players in head-to-heads that just, they know the time to play head-to-head. They can serve their trades and they just start focusing on head-to-head and they do they win head-to-head yeah
1: like yeah, you mentioned smiley he's a very good head-to-head player and uh i think he he took out uh
0: he won two of those did he mm. he knocked you out the week after he you knocked, knocked me out the week yeah. after i knocked you out on those yeah he did i had him two times this week as well and he beat me he's a good head-to-head player it might have been lomax as well i think that was the he done me over against you, but then I think Lomax done you over in the uh, following week. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he is actually, I mean, there's some players like, you know, they, everyone's like, Oh, I don't know. They're not a great player, but there's these players that are just great players because they play head to heads and they're just so good at it. And the cool. one of them. You're one of them. It was a, it was a fabulous honor to have you on the show. Um, you know, I, I look forward to the finals, I guess, against all of you guys. Um, yes, yeah, it was a pleasure to be on here. You're my first guest. And, I mean, you're a great friend. I think it was always apt. I mean, I, on the on the podcast, I do say that Kando, because, you know, I have so many arguments with Kando. Yeah, I really do. I, I put him on as my nemesis. But you're really my nemesis because we've had... We've had WhatsApp leaving. I've actually gone and, and watched a football game with you. The Raiders got over the top of the Dragons, just mind yeah, you. Down to Wollongong, yeah. We yeah, down, down to there. Wollongong. I was there in shorts. Yes, you were. You were regretting that decision. <laughs> I, I trusted you. I asked how cold it was, and you said it was all good. It was all good.
1: I, I, if you remember, I took my young fella down, and his, uh, his lips turned purple. while he was...
0: Yeah, oh, gee, it was fucking cold. I mean, I'm from Queensland, mate. Well, I live in Queensland. But um, it was great to have you on, Kev, as my first guest. It wouldn't have been anyone else. You're my favorite person, you know, to play super coach. How funny is it that we met because of, like, cash comps, and the person that introduced me to you was somebody who ended up being fraudulent and owed everyone all this money, you know, like, because they stole the money. Fucking dubs. Dubs. And uh, (laughs) how funny is it that we became friends after that? And isn't that... Like the truest story about Supercoach, isn't it such a great thing that we brings, all just love it. Brings people together and you know what, like
1: you said, if there was a bad thing about dubs, at least made a good thing there was a friendship made and uh we uh love the rivalry.
0: Yeah, I mean I love a rivalry against you and I think if you if we had to put an actual dollars on the board, nemesis, you're my big nemesis, you know. And but also a good friend and I've gone to be I've gone to watch a football game with you and I would like to actually catch up with you for some beers and, and I'm actually a lot of the guys in the groups that were, I'm in, I, it's, it's Supercoach brings people together. I think more than it does pull people apart. I think, um, you're a good friend, you know, to me and I'm glad to have you on the podcast uh, as my first guest. I hope to get more guests on, I guess, maybe even Smiley. He's a good, good person to chat to if he's, he's a bit more shy, I guess, than, than you and I yeah yeah Dan, Dan
1: loves uh smiling in, his, in you know, our three-way conference calls every week he calls him the voice of reason yeah smiley
0: smiles a very astute player yeah he's a good player he really is i think he he more than anyone i know he makes like unpopular decisions he doesn't care about what he makes he just says um, that's points
1: um sorry
0: yeah i'm here yeah once he's
1: made his mind up it's done there's no changing it if it's unpopular he sticks to his guns and uh, good on him.
0: Yep. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Um, that's the end of my podcast. Thanks, everyone. NRL Coach by Adrian Soros. My first guest ever. Hopefully, I'll get some more people on in the years, um, we- you know, w- weeks to come. Kev, you've been a superb guest. I want to get you back on again, hopefully. I mean, I think we're probably around the same point each other in the year. We're having a similar year. Yep, yep, and uh,
1: yeah, look forward to being
0: back on and maybe in the run home to the finals. Yeah, in the run home to the finals. I mean, particularly if we're tight, I'll get you back on and we'll we'll chat um, more in the future. Well, it was good to ha- have you on as my first guest. Pleasure being on. Thanks, mate. Have a good one. Cheers, buddy. I don't know how to turn this off. None of my stuff works. I'm pressing on things. It makes it not work. All good, mate? All done? Yeah, all done. Thanks, buddy. Right. Thanks all for coming soon. on. It was a good yeah. show. I, I really enjoyed it, actually. I, I think I might like to have more guests on. You I, I look forward to listening to this one. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Thanks, mate. You, you, you've been fabulous. You're a really good guest and, and a good friend. I love having you on. No worries. Talk Thanks, to bud. you soon. Thanks, bud. Talk to you soon. Bye, mate. I thought I'd keep that in. You know, like my goodbye to Kev. Cause it's just so lovely. And isn't he a lovely guy? What a lovely man. And I, I got to hang out with Kev and he was just as lovely in person. Someone who I met through a super coach. What a lovely person. And a, and a good guy. <laughs> a bit of a long show. Shit, long, but anyway. Thanks for coming guys. Thanks for listening. You yeah, know. Do, la, <laughs> la, <laughs> la, 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 doo Do, 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 do. La, la, la. Kev is <laughs> awesome, Kev. You're a champion and I love you. I love you, Kev. I love you, Kev.